0: You remember when the best by our house had a wwf trailer park next to it for a, a w- long time a wwf trailer park tra- no trailer parked next oh, to it like they <laughs> basically, tra- yeah trailer park a wwf trailer park yeah <laughs> w- yeah rock and robin lived there <laughs> sam houston
1: it's the cast of like all the
0: people that just disappeared like yeah hillbilly jim uncle killer- elmer killer con <laughs> yeah jimmy jack funk they all lived there ladies and gentlemen. My name is Scott. Hey, Is that his junior product? It's gonna be Jeff. The green rise to the top. Oh, yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from
1: our good friends at Hasbro.
0: The fully postable. Have your own wrestle menu with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. Made told separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling. <laughs>
1: Hey, welcome to episode four hundred and sixteen of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. My name is Jeff, and sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother, not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. All right, guys, we are going to peel back the curtain right now. Scott has mange again. <laughs> he has avian yep. influenza
0: avn influenza avn like the uh uh,
1: it's it's adult it's adult video awards it's it's the adult
0: version of the flu
1: yeah 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 exactly
0: huh okay (laughs) i guess that's one way you can put it
1: yeah yeah exactly adult video awards you know influenza it (laughs) goes around every
0: year (laughs) yes shocker sick again go figure (laughs)
1: so since scott is not feeling the best because of mange we are going to cut the show a little bit short so we do have a ton of news steve ozer was blasting the message boards this past week we do have a actually it's basically news in the beginning that's about it so sorry to cut this short this week but please understand scott's mange has really uh, really taken over. His feet are turning green because of
0: gangrene and foaming at the mouth. Gout. He has gout. I think <laughs> got a bad case of the gout. <laughs> 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 no, honestly, it's COVID. It's freaking COVID. Round two fight. Here we go again. Stupid COVID's going around bad. Mother in law has it. I have it. Peyton has strep throat. Shannon has strep. Like the entire house is just sick right now, and I hate it. It's bullshit, and I'm over it already. But I'm like, the show must go on. So. <laughs> Here I am, and we'll talk some figures for as long as you've got. So I've got a battery meter going again. I'm at 32%.
1: You're at 32%. All right. 32%. All
0: right. So I'm on, I'm on the clock. We have turned the hourglass upside down, and I'm at 32%.
1: So the since the news is long, this will basically encompass most of the show this week. Um, so I think we can get it in under the 32%. But we got to get you back to bed, dude. But I, I, you know what? I give you a lot of credit for even just sitting down and chatting.
0: Oh, well, thank you. I I mean, we look, we have a streak, right? We've got to keep it going. It's very important. Um, Got to talk to the listeners every week. They depend on us. So we're doing our part. We're doing our part. Yes, we are. COVID be damned.
1: Uh, And you know, what's funny is we went to the movie theaters to see the Iron Claw last Saturday, and that was the day you actually
0: weren't feeling good. Yes. And took a COVID test that day and was negative.
1: So what was funny is I was sitting there in the car and I was thinking, I should take a mask. You know, there's a bunch of crap flying around right now between, oh, flu, yeah. between flu, upper respiratory, COVID. Yeah. Everything is just flying around. I was like, I'm going to Colorado this past week. Maybe I should just take a mask. And I was like, no, nah, you're being stupid. 2020 was so three years ago, four years ago, right? Yep. So I get in. I give Shannon a hug. Say hi to Cindy. And I look at you. You're like, I'm not feeling good. I'm like, Ah, oh, crap. I should have brought in that mask.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. Cause I had kind of given you a heads up, like just warning you, dude, like no hugs, no nothing, like not feeling the best, but I had taken a COVID test. It was negative. I'm like, all right, well it's gotta be something else then just whatever's going around. Uh, went to work Monday and Tuesday, just feeling lousy. And then Wednesday, um, I actually took the day off cause I was just, I was done. And Shannon came up and she goes, Hey, uh, my mom tests positive for COVID. So you should take a test and boom positive for COVID. So I'm on what day four now. Um, Kind of turn in the corner a little bit, but uh, yeah, let's not talk about COVID anymore. Let's talk about how great the Iron Claw was. Iron Claw was really, really good.
1: Maybe a little bit too long, but I you think, think it, so. I, I think it could
0: have gone longer. I thought. I think there was a couple of things they could have cut out, but oh well, they cut out a member of the family, like that was huge.
1: So after the movies started, kind of researching, you know, what went into the movie and you know stuff that got cut out. They said that Chris got cut out because his story was similar to Carrie's, you know, taking his life. I mean, not to bring down the show, but this is what this movie is. And, you know, the way the family has been for a long time. But yeah, it's tragedy. It's a tragedy. Exactly. But they said that they cut out Chris because Chris was basically the same way as Carrie. Yeah.
0: And they also said that basically they didn't feel the the director felt that the audience couldn't take that much heavy, I guess. And so I don't know that much sadness.
1: I don't know what you guys have experienced when you went and saw the Iron Claw. But for us, that movie theater, I don't think they knew exactly the story behind the Von Erics.
0: Yeah, I don't think there were a bunch of marks in there. I think it was just movie casuals. Goers. Yeah, movie yeah.
1: goers. And each time one of the brothers died. So when David passed away, they didn't react. But then when Mike passed away, you could hear some people in the back go, not again. And then when Carrie passed away, you heard a gasp. Mm hmm. They didn't really talk about Jack, the brother that was six years old, the old, technically the oldest brother. They didn't talk much about it. They, you know, it was basically Kevin talking to his now current wife about the situation. And, you know, it was just kind of a brief, you know, thing like that in the diner. So I don't think anybody really felt the impact of that since it was just a brief conversation in a diner. Right. But when David passed away, everybody you know in the movie theater was just kind of like silent then when mike passed away you heard some people go oh no not again and then when carrie passed away they just thought you could just hear like the sadness come out of the movie theater well, you just could literally kinda... hear sobbing like people in there just crying at the end of the movie there was one lady that was sitting next to you and i that was sobbing her eyes out yeah it was a really good movie um i give it a I give it a four and a quarter stars. I thought it was really good. I thought it got the story ap- across. I know there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be nitpicking it and thinking, oh, you know, uh, Doris and Fritz divorced before Carrie's passing. And it wasn't Kevin who found you know, the, the director
0: killed himself with a different kind of gun. And like, well, who cares? Yeah, like, ex- just get past it. Like, it's it's a movie, right? There's mistakes. Okay. Not mistakes. There's things that are done for film in every single type of movie like that. Like Bohemian Rhapsody. That had its fair share of, of timeline stuff that wasn't correct. But who cares? It was entertaining. And how great is it that us 80s kids got a movie about the Von Erics? Who would have right. guessed that? I figured Dark Side of the Ring was going to be it for us as far as getting the Von Erich story told to the masses. But here we are in 2024 and we had a full length feature film about the Von Erich family. Okay, Chris wasn't in it that's a gripe. Ric Flair was horrible. That's a gripe. Um, It's like that Shia LeBeau meme where he's sitting there and he's in a theater and he's just looking at the screen and he has a big smile on his face. That was me. Um, Just being able to to relive the story of the Von Erics and being able to see the Freebirds and hear them mention Gino Hernandez on the big screen. I was just all of my Mark bumps were raised and it was, it was a happy moment for me, a happy two and a half hours in the movie theater, just reliving that story of the Von Ericks. Uh, For me, it's four and three quarter stars out of five. And honestly, that's because they left Chris out. And I think that that's a huge no, no. Um, I'm glad they didn't spend much time on Lance Von Erick. Um, it has nothing to do with MJF. I just, I, I feel that they didn't need to really devote any time to that guy. Uh, Would have been cool if they had said something about Steve Simpson because he kind of carried on the Von Erich legacy after a few of the brothers had passed as well. But, uh, you know, outside of all those just like minor little things, it was it was a great time at the movie theater just being able to watch the Von Erichs on the big screen in 2024 because who thought we'd ever get that?
1: The guy that played Harley Race, and I'm not saying this because Daniel Cross and Byron Baker interviewed him for Rubble Wheel. I thought he did an excellent job. I forget his first name, but something Anton, whoever played Harley race, I thought did a good job. And I'll tell you why he got Harley's mannerisms down to a T. Now, if I'm going to nitpick, Harley was left handed. This guy in the movie was throwing right hands. So it's a small little nitpick. Okay, I'll let that slide. But if you go back and you watch when Harley was cutting the promo during the iron Oh, by the way, spoiler alerts. So anyways, um,
0: but yeah, okay, uh, Harley's in it, guys. Sorry. Uh,
1: it's a, a Spoiler alert. We all know the story of the Von Ericks. Anyways, <laughs> if you go back and you watch that interview that he, Harley was doing before he was in a face, Kevin, look at the way he was holding the belt. That was so Harley esque. Perfect. Watch how he delivered the interview. He didn't, and he talked about this on Rumble Wheel, and when I watched the movie, I picked up on it right away. Go back and watch how he didn't move his eyebrows. He had this very stoic uh, expression, that very just kind of like Harley-esque. Didn't move his eyebrows. It was Harley to a T in that promo. Now, when he got in the ring, it was different because as I said, Harley was left-handed. This guy was right-handed. Small nitpick, let it go. Right, right. But who that guy, uh, something Anton, I wish I could remember his name. Whoever did that Harley promo or that har- played Harley race did an
0: excellent, excellent job. I agree with you 100%. And when you're looking for little things, it was the way he was holding the belt during the interview. That was such a Harley pose, a Harley way to hold the title belt. And it's funny. I'm just watching uh, Starcade 83 probably for the 50th time because yeah. uh, we're <laughs> we're doing a review of that for Drunk Wrestling History. And I'm all the way up to the title match, but they've probably done a backstage interview with Harley at least two or three times during the show. And you're absolutely right in like that stoic manner that he does his promos. Mm -hmm. You could, and I know exactly what you're talking about. He's looking directly at the camera. He's not throwing his arms around. He's not flailing about. He's not raising and lowering his voice to these high, you know, it's just a very deliberate, almost like a Jake the Snake Roberts type of promo where it's very deliberate. It's to the point. And you know, low-key is not the word, but it's very deliberate. And uh, yeah, I, I think he nailed Harley. All of his mannerisms, I think, outside of the right versus left-hand thing, I thought he got Harley perfectly in that. Ric Flair, um, yeah, not so, so much, dude.
1: So you could tell who the wrestling fans were in the movie theater, and there was one part. They actually brought it up on PPW Podcast. I listened to their past show this past week, and they talked about the Iron Claw. And... It was such a funny part, but you could tell who the wrestling fans were in the movie theater. It was when Kerry got back and it was Christmas time, and he gave his dad the gun that he eventually killed himself with. right. The funny part was is Fritz goes, "When are you getting your run with the title? I see they gave the belt to that Hellwig guy or something like that.
0: Yeah, your old tag partner, Hellwig. He can't hold a candle to you.
1: You could tell the fans who were in the theater because Scott and I laughed because, you
0: know, obviously we know. Yeah, they're taking a shot at the Ultimate Warrior in 2024. I love uh, it.
1: Exactly. But you could hear a couple other people behind us laugh. So mm-hmm. you knew who the wrestling fans were that were there to see the Iron Claw. So yes. I- anyways, I love that little uh, that little blurb or that little joke that they threw in. I thought that was fantastic.
0: Yeah, it was great. And then I loved it too. Um, just reason number 898 that I love my wife when the movie was over with because she had to sit in the row in front of us because um, mother-in-law went and mother-in-law is missing a leg. She's handicapped. So she had to sit in the handicap row. So Shannon sat with her in front of Jeff and I. Uh, Jeff and I sat a row back and kind of up. Anyway, normally during a film like this, she'll lean over and ask me questions as the movie's going on. Since she wasn't sitting next to me, she got out her phone and was in her notepad Literally typing in questions so that after the film, she could ask me a bunch of, which, I mean, look, as a Mark, I love that. Like, ask me a question. I will answer wrestling questions all day, any day, 24-7. <laughs> I was so, like, my wife is sitting there just take, taking notes during the movie so she could ask questions afterwards. I loved it.
1: I think they could have cut some stuff out and probably snuck in the Chris stuff because Chris wasn't that long and world-class.
0: Right. right. Uh, very, very short, like, not much to mention but i mean you basically left one of the brothers out of it you know and that's that to me is a huge huge no-no
1: exactly and so i give it four and a quarter i agree with you they could have thrown chris in they could have dived a little bit deeper maybe do a dramatization type thing you know of showing jack you know passing away in that puddle yeah you know because i think Saying it during a diner little conversation, I don't think it got that point across of house and Fritz took that to heart, but they didn't really dive deep into that. And should they have, would it made the movie longer? I don't know. But I mean, if you put in a two minute dramatization thing, you know, showing it, maybe it got the point across, but you know, maybe the director was right. Maybe it was just way too much adding those two things in, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, because that's
0: another two on-screen deaths. So, I,
1: well, Marvel's done like many a many of deaths. Like, to, oh, of
0: course,
1: you know, what's a couple more?
0: Well, it, yeah. Anyway, yeah. but uh, for me, four and three quarters out of five. I I loved it. Like I said, I was just that Shia LaBeouf meme, just sitting there, just smiling at the screen the whole time. Because, like I said, who in twenty twenty four? would have thought that we were getting a Von Eric's movie and I'm here for it. All right. After that sadness,
1: we are going to liven this up with two things. Number one, April 5th, 4 (laughs) PM big life meetup three April 5th, 4 PM. Hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we will have the location set, but uh, come one, come all. We're going to have quite a few, uh, quite a few of you there as it is right now. Sorry. What was it? Who? Oh, progress. Progress is going on. Sorry, progress. But we're going to probably take away maybe two of your fans.
0: Yeah, we're going to dip into your ticket sales. Sorry about that.
1: Yeah. Well, sorry, man. We're going to probably take about 60 bucks away from you or something like that. (laughs) Maybe. Anyways, (laughs) April 5th, 4 p.m., Philadelphia. Also, I do want to announce also that we are doing a rumble pool. We are going to start with the men's rumble. I want to get 30 people in right away. If we do have enough and we do have enough for a women's pool, we will do that. What are the prizes to make it easier on everyone? It's just going to be $50 eBay cards. If we do, if we have two, it will be one for the men's one for the women's. But if we just have one, it'll be just for the men's and we'll get a $50 uh, eBay gift card out to the winner.
0: So, Oh, nice. Okay. Jeff, I'd like to reserve 30 spots for the uh, men's rumble. And I'll take 30 for the women's as well, please. All right. I will set you up for 2027. Perfect. Thank you. But
1: for 2024, one of the listeners, as of right now for the men's, will get a $50 eBay gift card for whoever wins. Nice.
0: So do you want to explain how that works just kind of really quickly?
1: Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So what I'll do is I will get 30 names. I will shuffle all the names into a randomizer. Yep. One of those yep and what we'll do is as we random i will put one two three all the way down to 30 your name will be one of the 30 if you get in how should we do this should we do a question and see if someone gets it right should wait what do, do you mean should we do a question or should we just say hey i want in on the rumble." you know just reply. yeah just jump in okay so so just have some just reply to our post that we release every sunday for the show right
0: Yeah. First 30 get in and then the next 30 go into the women's rumble or whatever.
1: If we have enough for the women's. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then basically you'll draw names out of a hat and wherever, whatever order that comes out in. So the first name out gets spot number one and so on and so on. And whatever spot wins the Royal Rumble, say like the number 25 entrant wins the Royal Rumble. The 25th name that Jeff drew out of the hat will win that $50 gift card.
1: Exactly so uh, we want to get that filled because the rumble is next weekend or the weekend after
0: I want to say it's next weekend is it next weekend I think the 21st uh, let me check I might be wrong as Scott checks we should know this anyway
1: someone will have a chance at winning. Uh, the 27th
0: Saturday the 27th
1: I thought so because they usually do it the week between the championship games and the Super Bowl and I thought that isn't that the week
0: yeah it is you're right
1: Wait, this is the wild. So it's the last
0: weekend of January.
1: Oh no, they're doing it the weekend of the championship games. So I think the Rumble is Saturday. Saturday, and then the championship games. Okay, okay. So they're doing that'll be on
0: Sunday. Yeah.
1: All right. Anyways, we want to get the Rumble all filled up. So hopefully, we do have two Rumbles for men's and women. So yeah, it's always fun. Just reply. I want in, or uh, I think one year we said slang in it. Just type slang in it. That's great. We need like a code word, dude. That's what we need. Your, um, your code word is
0: hmm, COVID. <laughs> okay, perfect. The code word is COVID.
1: Mange. It's mange. Man.
0: It's mange. Yeah, it's mange.
1: <laughs> yeah. So reply to our post that we drop every Sunday for the show. Just reply mange. And uh yeah, you'll get a spot into the rumble pool. No entry fee, no nothing. Oh just reply mange into our
0: just jump on in. <laughs> jump on with in. your mange.
1: <laughs> with your mange. <laughs> and it has to be spelled correctly too.
0: I don't even know how to spell mange.
1: I think it's M-A-N-G-E.
0: I've got me. Is there an I in there? A Y? I don't know.
1: I don't know. Anyways. Three E's? Sp- who knows? Come on, jerks. Learn how to spell. Right? <laughs> Anyways. Uh, you guys know where to get our shirts. You guys know where to follow us. You guys know where to send questions. Scott, have you picked up anything?
0: Um, No. I do keep checking BBTS because they keep putting... The I think it's Elite 106, the one that Terry Gordy's in. Positive Almost positive it's 106. Uh, they keep putting certain wrestlers back in, like LA Knight and Chelsea Green, keep going back up for pre-order, and then they sell out, and then they go back up for pre-order, and they so they keep replenishing numbers. But Terry Gordy's the only one that has consistently been sold out since the jump. So that's either gonna be I'll get lucky at Target or Walmart, or I might have to go secondary. I don't know. It's it's, it's just proving difficult to get a pre-order in on that Terry Gordy figure. So no, to answer your question, no, no, no pre-orders, no nothing.
1: Uh, this past week, I was out in Denver. We didn't do, you know, I think all of us were just super tired this past week. Plus, it was super cold out there. It was like, I think it was like nine degrees, but felt like three degrees. And oof, we didn't feel like staying out late. We, like one night, dude, to kind of give you an idea. One night, we decided on getting Indian food. As we got to the hotel lobby, we were so hungry, we wanted German. But we ended up at Red Robin. So Wow. You really ran the gamut there. Unfortunately, there was no Indian or German food at Red Robin, but that's okay. That's okay. They have a tower of onion rings. Exactly. So anyways, we were just exhausted this past week. So we didn't go
0: out that much. So no international toy spotting?
1: Uh, No, not really. We hit up a Walmart, nothing, hit up a Target. They had the new Legends. Which I love that new packaging, the sleek new, like, in, you know, the yeah. way it divots in and stuff yep. like that. It
0: looks so good. Nice callback to those original Elite series. Exactly.
1: So I really do like it. They did have Hogan and they had Andre. No Shiki Baby or Jimmy Hart. So gotcha. Uh, also, right before we recorded, Norm forgot that he had, he pulled a Jeff. Norm forgot that he had ordered a couple of boxes from Target.com of the Hogan three pack. Oh. So he goes, guys, meaning me and GBM, do you guys want a three-pack? And I was like, yes, please, because I haven't seen it on shelves yet. Gotcha. So purchased that from Norm literally right before we started recording. Oh, nice. Right on. And that was about it. Nothing else really new. I did get a BBTS box, but it was uh, gifts for other people.
0: Oh, gotcha. Okay, so nothing for yourself then.
1: Nothing at all for myself. So
0: You know, I have yet to open that humongous box that arrived like three weeks ago.
1: Well, I mean, your mange is flaring up, so you yeah. you can't get around to it right now to say the least.
0: Yeah. And you were going to come out early last weekend. And I wasn't feeling good. We had to cancel all that stuff. So yeah, I'll, I'll open up that box. One of these years there, Jeff.
1: Well, make sure you film it, dude.
0: Right now. It's uh, literally a bunch of MOC and MIB stuff. All MIB.
1: <laughs> In cardboard box. MICB. Yes. yes. NKOTB for all you music buffs that get that. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, anyways NBSB NBSB Backstreet Boys Oh, BSB I thought you said NBSB
0: no, I don't even know what that is And neither do I WNBC
1: WNBC <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're saying it wrong
1: Dude, I did that at the holiday party And one person behind me Hell of a laughing <laughs>
0: Oh, that's great It's always good when you get at least one
1: I, Dude, I, I did it And like nobody That I was like facing got it but the person behind me started laughing. I was like, oh, thank God somebody got that. Yeah.
0: Oh, good. I'm not the only idiot in the room.
1: Somebody got my music reference. All right. Or my movie reference. Nice. All right. Scott, what's your battery at?
0: Uh, we've got about 27% there, Jeff.
1: 27. Okay. So we've ran 5%. All right. So let's get into the news. This is sad news, actually, to start it off. Super 7 canceled Simpsons and Disney per Brian Flynn. So they are canceling their Disney line and their Simpsons line. I had a feeling that this was going to be coming soon. I didn't know which lines were going to get the axe, but... uh,
0: Yeah, those are two massive licenses, dude. That can't be good news.
1: The Simpsons got the axe and Disney got the smasher.
0: Yeah, let's hope that there's no crush. Oh, well done. I like what you did there. So I'm wondering if they're going to, I don't know, refocus into another... Another one of their lines, like the music line, maybe we've been talking a lot about that during the last few weeks. So maybe all those efforts that went into those two will get poured into another part of Super 7. But uh, when you lose two massive licenses like that, that can't be a good thing.
1: Disney, too. That one's kind of shocking.
0: Yeah, I mean, they had pretty much run the gamut on their Simpsons stuff, don't you think? Like, really, like what was left
1: no they still had more to go they've it's pretty
0: big mine too yeah, yeah i
1: mean simpsons okay. has gone on for what 33 years so i mean that's a huge property that could have just gone on and on you could have come gotcha. up with i mean i don't even did they even make a mr burns
0: i have no idea i i didn't really follow the simpsons super seven stuff at all okay i mean i'm not a big simpsons fan so um but man that's that's two massive licenses yeah simpsons and i mean disney uh, there was plenty more they could have done with disney and now no so yeah it's, I, i'm hoping that it's it's more strategic and it frees up cash flow for them to maybe go get another license somewhere mm-hmm. um but yeah that, that can't be good but you gotta wonder is there is there another axe to fall there
1: also powertown back in the news again you want to, you want to talk about them, Scott? Because I know you love Power Town.
0: You, no, you, go ahead. I think I've said their their name enough the last couple of weeks. Power
1: you, Town. You goddamn you! You skeeted all over the Power Town's face all over the place. Uh, like oh, there.
0: dude, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was I was <laughs> slanging Power Town all over this place.
1: Anyways, Power Town announced in their Remco style figures, Bobo Brazil in their Power Town line. They showed off the figure this past week. Looks good. Maybe not one I'm going to jump in on.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm the same, Jeff. I'm, I'm not going to be picking it up, you know, before my era, uh, even missing link is going to be one. Eh, We'll see. But, uh, I, I mean, you've got to love when you see it, like, holy crap, that's definitely Bobo Brazil. It's uh, the work that they're putting into these things. It's just, you see it and you know exactly who it is. I just, I absolutely love what they're doing with their Remco line.
1: All right, let's jump over to the major pod. They showed off two of their new big rubber guys. First one, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, which I've got to admit looked really good. Like somebody sent me a text, said, hey, Major Pod, Big Rubber Guys, Magnum TA, who's the other one? Right. And Hacksaw Jim Duggan. So when I jumped on to look at the figures, Hacksaw looked really good. Like the way his hair was, the expression on his face, it actually looked really, really good. Not to say that their figures don't look good, but the Hacksaw face, because... How many hacksaw figures are out there over the years that we've gotten hacksaw figures?
0: Right. There was even a, an original big rubber guy of him. Now, yeah. granted, that was in a uh, black trunks and white boots. This one is in his blue gear, which when you think hacksaw single run, you really do kind of equate that blue gear in there. So I think that that was a wise choice. Yeah, um, you're right, Jeff. It's outstanding. Super well done.
1: Yeah, the way the hair flowed and you know the face on it looks really good. It does have the 2 by 4. The other yep. one was Magnum TA. Now, just picture Magnum TA's elite figure and that is the figure that is going to be made in the big rubber guys. That's a must purchase. Oh, that you're
0: you're picking that one up.
1: Oh, dude, any Okay, I think Magnum TA is starting to fall into that Dynamite Kid British Bulldog realm for me. Like anything British Bulldogs, I must have. Anything Magnum yeah. TA, I, I gotta have. So it's starting to fall into that, you know what I mean? Gotcha. And they weren't done there. Moving over to the Major Bendies. they announced Jay and Silent Bob bendies.
0: Yep, veering outside their lane, and I like it. I mean, that's that's massive pop culture. I know we're both big Clerks fans, mm-hmm. so yeah, I saw that and I, I immediately was like, oh, just totally in on these,
1: I think I am. I'm. I'm not one to pick up the bendy's figures, but Jan Signa Bob. I've confessed yeah. my love for Kevin Smith on this show numerous of times. I won't do it again on episode four hundred and sixteen. But Clerks and mall rats and Jan and Signa Bob and Dogma. Anything with that with Jan Signa Bob, I'm most likely picking up the toys. I picked up the toys back in the day when they were at F was it Fye or Coast or yeah. Uh, they had the toys they had the uh dog figures they had clerks figures they had dogma yeah i picked all of those up i was on the hunt for those and i don't think these will be any different
0: yeah yeah for sure and if you're gonna veer outside your lane and dip into some pop culture i think that they definitely hit well here uh everybody loves jay and silent bob that i know so super smart decision uh, it's it's almost a safe play if you're going to go delve into the pop culture side. Do Jane, Silent, Bob, especially with wrestling fans that are probably going to be buying these up. That's a nice crossover right there. So well done, guys. Good choice.
1: All right, Scott, what's your battery at? Because we got a long list of Steve Ozer
0: questions. I'm at 25%. We're doing well.
1: All right. As I said, Steve Ozer was on the message boards and he had a lot to answer. He was slinging answers all over
0: the place to these people's questions. Are you ready? Uh, Before we get into the Steve Ozer questions, I think it would be fun if WWE does their showings of Mattel at the WrestleMania Superstore again, like they did last year. I think it would be a boatload of fun at WrestleMania to go see the wrestling figures with a bunch of the listeners. So if we hear that WWE is going to be showing off figures at the Superstore, which they normally do. Right. Then I think we should be arranging a time with the listeners where we can all go see together. And who knows? You may see Steve there, too. Is that going to be our meetup? No, 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 no. That'll just be kind of a hey guys, let's go look at figures. Oh, all right. Yeah, okay. that'll be toy spotting without being able to buy any of them. All right, all right. It'll I like just be, that let's, idea. All, let's all go preview them together and just you know gush all over the Mattel stuff. Skeet all over the place. I like all, it. all over right. the place. Make a mess.
1: All right. Let's start with Mister Tusk's question. He said. Steve, you excited to get work on new CM Punk figures? Any favorite past looks you'd love to work on? Steve said, I'm excited about the possibilities. Tons of material to pull from. So nothing specific? Nothing specific. Okay. Do you think they'll do his debut look? I mean, it was just like a white shirt and jeans. It was kind of like, you know, it wasn't uh,
0: like... Uh, you got to figure they'll do something like that. It would be a basic, of course.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah, I could see them doing a basic of that one, but I'm hoping for like an ECW punk again. I'm hoping for a straight edge society re-release punk. Um, There is such a big well to dive into with CM Punk looks. Mm -hmm. And yeah, of course, Steve's excited, man. That's going to be a bunch of CM Punk figures getting pumped out.
1: Attitude Legend Collector said, Steve, could Elite 35 Earthquake please be considered for the greatest hits line with the new taller boots that we've had for the Royal Rumble Elite? And Latest Greatest Hits, Natural Disasters. The taller boots make him a little too tall, but sooner than how small the Elite 35 now looks. Please, could we also have an Elite SummerSlam 1990 version of Earthquake? It's more memorable than his Canadian attire and would go great next to Elite 96 Hogan. Steve said, maybe. If and when we get to Quake again, I definitely want to get a new head sculpt created for him. Oh, excellent! Boy, this guy was all over earthquake. Like,
0: yeah, that dude knows his earthquake. He's got a
1: shrine to earthquake, and <laughs>
0: he does trivia shows all about earthquake.
1: Yeah, exactly. Hey guys, I'm going to be at Buddy's Bites and Brews, and <laughs> we're going to be doing trivia, but it's only about one certain person. Yeah,
0: no <laughs> hints, no hints, no. But the Earth might quake.
1: But it's about 1989 to 1992 earthquake <laughs> <laughs> the wrestler. <laughs>
0: yeah. And all of his looks.
1: Nobody shows up. He's all, oh, look at that. I win again. I win again. (laughs) The next question came in from Eddie P. He said, hey, Steve, thanks for changing the WWE logo to new gen on the new Brett Ultimate. Does that mean that there are rare attitude variant boxes out there or were they changed before going to retail? Also, if you've opened one up, is the skin part of the torso molded like Andre or painted like more recent Bretts. Thanks. Steve said who knows what could sneak out, but I'm pretty sure they were able to impact all product with the new updated new gen logo. Okay. Next question came in from Hitman CM Edge. Wow, he well, he encompassed 3 wrestlers into one name, that's pretty good actually. He's a supermark. I respect that. Said typically the first elite set of the year hangs in stores longer because of Chinese New Year, etc. Do you guys make more of that particular set, or does it end up that Target and Walmart just order more of that set? Steve said, it's probably because it's typically used for the Mania display at Walmart, so a bit more is shipped out.
0: Aha. Uh-huh. Okay, that makes sense.
1: Next question came in from Gray Hayes, Phase 2. He said, action figure attack. Any way we could get a running change on the new Monday Night Wars Piper to have navy blue trunks and knee pads? Thank you. Also, do you have any plans to give us a mid-length hair WCW Piper at some point? Usually after the thank you, people stop asking questions, but he's like, thank you, you know, and then went into another question.
0: Yeah, thank you is supposed to be the end Yeah, exactly. of your paragraph and yeah. your question.
1: Yeah, say thank you and
0: then leave it at that. Yeah, otherwise, you know, those crows.
1: Oh, don't mess with those. or it, pricks. Steve said no can do. Ship has sailed, but noted. And I already previously discussed this with the design team. Next question came in from Jesus Ramiro93.
0: It's a lot of rolling R's in there. You like how I rolled my O's in there? Rolled your O's? Yeah. Uh, hmm. How do you roll an O? Yeah, because,
1: you know... Q O S T U V, you know, that's how it goes in the alphabet. Q- hmm. What?
0: You should just carry on with the question, dude.
1: Oh, sis. Wait. Hey, Sus. You? <laughs> you got me all flustered. <laughs> <laughs> rolling O's. It's rolling O's, dude. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's what I give to my ladies. The- okay. 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 What? 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 Uh. what? Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyways, this gotcha on rid- once a day. Your battery's at twenty-one percent after just dealing with
0: that. <laughs> yeah, and you're rolling <laughs> an O jokes. Come on now.
1: <laughs> hey Steve, couple of quick questions. I remember reading somewhere that Macho and Steel or Macho and Steamboat were a probable wave three set. Was it always the plan to have Hyper Steel as a CC Wave 3? Or did that change after Macho was no longer available?
0: Great question, right there. A very good question, but you have to figure that wasn't the case because we saw them at Access. Correct. And Macho, the with the Macho Man from WrestleMania Seven was also shown at Access. Correct.
1: Jose, oh, God, I can't see. Now you got me all flustered. It's Jesus Ramiro. It's
0: all those rolling O's that you did. It's it's got you flustered. And
1: any specific reason as to why an old head scan was used? for the new Ultimate Edition 20 Roman Reigns figure that doesn't match the time frame the figure is representing. Steve said the CC info was just fan rumor. For Roman, the newly sculpted head we were creating had some issues, so we had to nix it at the 11th hour and pivot to a tooled head that was already readily available.
0: Is that the uh, smiling Roman that's being referenced right there? Yeah. Okay, yeah. That head will not be on my Ultimate Roman when I put it on display. Yeah, flick it away. I'm going to burn it. Yep.
1: (laughs) Next question came in from Themen. He said, the new packaging on Legends is awesome. Thanks for that. Is it true that Target Ultimate Legends is going to for a year starting in 2024? Steve said, yes. Ultimate Warrior is Q1. Yokozuna is Q2.
0: Can't wait for that one. TBA on Q3 and TBA on Q4. Interesting. Any guesses on those last two? No, not really. I'm gonna throw a diesel out there.
1: They're kind of all over the board because you know you got Batista and you it, it's just kind of you got another Brett, you know, in those target exclusives. So
0: well, let's let's kind of do like the years here. The Warrior was '92. Okay. That Yoko Zuna is around '93.
1: Well, I mean. Batista. they came out with a Batista also for the Target exclusive. Yeah, Ultimate. that's
0: true. They may completely shift gears and go Attitude Era or a, exactly like, like a John Cena or something. Yeah. 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 Good point. OK. Yeah, I don't so you know shouldn't they... try to read too much into the years.
1: Uh, correct. Correct. You're OK. Over, you're overthinking it there, brother.
0: It happens sometimes. I get excited about my figures.
1: I do, too. I get you. I get you. Next question came in from Billy Boy Tubes. Is there ever discussion about obscure characters under contract?
0: I like how we added under contract. hmm Because we don't need to get told again. We know. We know. We got told two weeks ago or last week or something like that. It happens often. Golga.
1: <laughs> Golga.
0: <laughs> that's that's totally within the realm of possibility, dude. Uh,
1: okay. Okay. And it would be
0: the first one of the oddities we've gotten a figure of.
1: True. They couldn't put Cartman on his shirt or anything like that.
0: No, but they could do something like, okay, it's Cartman, but it's not.
1: Mm, dude that's a licensing thing you can't mess with that yeah okay avalanche so hey hey billy boy tubes do you know yeah i think these guys need to talk who's the who's the uh earthquake fan who was that again Uh, yeah it was like the first question
0: out of the gate attitude legends collector you guys should really talk i bet you i bet you they're like best friends dude they might be they might be pen pals
1: billy boy Tubes shows up to his trivia night
0: Oh, that's great.
1: (laughs) He's the only one that shows.
0: (laughs) He's like, do I have some questions for you?
1: (laughs) They're texting right now. You know, those fully posable jerks are talking about
0: us. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. okay. We love you guys. There's there's no, no ill will here at all. I love it. Bring all the earthquake and Golga stuff, man. I'm here for it.
1: Their shrine is earthquake from the hockey set. The Remco hockey set.
0: I like it. I like it.
1: Back to his obscure characters. Percy Pringle big steel man
0: big steel man who's that uh that was big boss man but like or wasn't it or was that vader i don't know i never Hold heard on. of yeah i'm google... gonna go to the google machine real quick
1: all right i'll continue on with his list it's kind of long
0: big Steel. C- it's not uh we're not talking about repo man right
1: no like big... big it's
0: not s-t-e-a-l no S-T-E-A-L. no 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 E-E-L. yeah 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 all right big steel man uh, Big Steel Man, I'm getting immediately Fred Ottman. It's Tugboat. Oh, all right. Hold on, I'm going to keep going here. Okay, Uh, so at one point, it looks like Bam Bam Bigelow, Oliver Humperdinck, and Big Steel Man. Is that UH Not UHF. That was a Weird Al Yankovic movie. It doesn't look like UWF. Hold on. I'm going to go to his, uh, his official wiki page.
1: All right, I'll continue on with this list. Yes, please do. Master of Pain, Soul Taker, Vincent, Doom Number One, Vinny Vegas.
0: Hmm, that's a good one.
1: I think Vinny Vegas has been talked about quite a
0: bit, actually,
1: because we've had that question before.
0: Dude, those would be some good Ultimate Legends. Oh, I know, I know. Oz and the Diamond Stud.
1: You might have to you might have to scale that back into elite style. I don't know if they would do well at ultimates, but
0: yeah, because you got to figure they're also getting an elite NWO tag or an ultimate NWO tag team of them too. Yeah, like are gonna go ultimate legends with yeah, maybe that's a reach.
1: Oz and Diamond Stud, thanks. Steve said yeah all the time. That's it.
0: Wow, that guy put so much thought and effort into that question, and Steve's just like yeah, yeah. I, I think about it quite often, friend. I have some follow up. Okay. Uh, championship wrestling from Florida Jeff oh yeah we uh, never
1: got championship wrestling out here
0: no no we didn't get anything from Florida over here at all zero anything I knew about Florida came from the wrestling magazines so it's like I knew about Lex Luger before he came into the NWA mm-hmm. because like wrestling I or pro wrestling illustrated would have an article about this this freak of nature that was wrestling in Florida and he looked like Superman and you know then boom Here he comes, and he's a four-horseman. So I would often know about these guys, but uh, this was September of 88. Uh, Fred Ottman wrestled on the Gordon Soley-hosted TV show of Championship Wrestling from Florida as a heel called Big Steel Man, managed by DDP. Oh. He feuded with Dusty Rhodes, among others. He defeated Rhodes for the NWA Florida Heavyweight Championship on May 13th, 1989. Who Mm. knew... That the Shockmaster held a victory over the great Dusty Rhodes.
1: Interesting, because like, wasn't that around the time Dusty was going to WWE?
0: Yeah, eighty nine. He maybe that's why he dropped the belt because ninety was he wasn't at five though. He wasn't at WrestleMania five, but he was at six, which was was ninety one. Okay, Uh, when did he debut? Would have been was that 90? Early 90s, late 80s? I want to say it was 90 that he debuted, so that would have been like right before Dusty Jump Ship. Okay. Like maybe he dropped the title because he had signed that WWE deal.
1: Okay. All right. Well, thank you Billy Boy Tubes for making us do a little bit of a deep dive.
0: Yeah, uh, there we go. Now we know some things.
1: Honestly, thank you.
0: No, we're I not, love that. Yeah. yeah, we're not
1: we're not joking. We're actually saying thank you.
0: Give me all the history.
1: Scott, next question came in from Classic Retro's twenty three. He said, "Hey Steve, how come the Tribal Chief Ultimate didn't come with a shirt? I think many were expecting a We the One shirt to match the USO's Ultimates. Can we maybe see it in the Elite line? Did Oscar eat into Roman's cost? And he put a laughing emoji. <laughs> That's
0: a good question, actually.
1: Steve said because he has two titles, cost went there for him. Oh, okay, yeah." So, Fair enough. yep, that's where the cost see that when we talk about cost, there's a budget that goes into every single line, series, everything. Yes, absolutely. So, and that's what we were talking about a couple of weeks ago. Every single paint stroke, every little accessory, every little thing goes towards that budget. So yeah. when you and I were talking about Powertown and we were I think we we're doing predictions or something like that. And mm-hmm. uh, I think you wanted something for Van Hammer or something like that. I can't remember. It was
0: what would I make the figure or not.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. The, the,
0: yeah, the new one you did last week, yeah.
1: Yeah, it would, everything eats into that budget and, right. you know, you've got to make profit, blah, blah, blah,
0: you know, yep. anyways. Yep, there's so many different things that go into making a figure, so yeah, that's a big part of it is where does all of that, that tooling money go? And so, yeah, that's, the Roman got an extra belt instead of a shirt. I'll, you know what, I'll take it.
1: So stick with us on these next questions because this guy was not getting his questions answered. And Steve was so cool that he went back and answered every single one of this guy's questions. So stick with me on this, Scott, feel free to jump in.
0: Oh, so wait, the guy was continually asking questions and he never, and he he wasn't getting a response. So his questions kept stockpiling.
1: Exactly. And and then Steve
0: Steve literally went back and was just like, let's hammer them out.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I love Steve, dude. What a guy. That's hella cool. So JT said, uh, by the way, it wasn't me. I swear to God. Was it our other JT? No, actually. Oh, okay. Well, let's see if there's a place that question will know.
1: Yeah, exactly. Good point. JT said, don't seem to have too much luck getting answers in this thread. So I'm going to run down a bunch of my old questions again. Oh, Okay. So I guess he just put a list of questions and Steve answered them. Okay. Got it. So the first one, two questions. Is there any chance Adrian Adonis or dynamite kid could be released in the Coliseum collection? <laughs> I understand they are controversial characters, Now, but they aren't being sold at retail and are targeted towards an older audience who should be able to handle those topics. (laughs) You know what? Thank you, man. Us Gen Xers, you know, we drank from hoses and, you know, we had to, our parents had to be reminded to, you know, bring us in at night.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We drank rainwater out of gutters. Yeah, exactly. That's how we grew up.
1: Yeah. We didn't give a shit.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And we had squirt guns that looked like real guns. We weren't afraid.
1: Steve said, if deals are signed with those estates, I can get cracking on figures. Also, are there any plans to put older women figures like Alondra Blaze, Luna Vashon, Bull Nakano, etc. into the Legends line? Steve said, see answer above for names not currently available.
0: Come on, dude. Is this your first time in the message boards?
1: JT also asked, is it possible we'll see Coliseum Collection-style releases several years from now, when the line has wrapped up, if wrestlers who weren't signed before get signed, Steve said, can't really predict or guarantee that, but lines can come back like defining moments, legends, retros, etc. Yes. Would it be possible for Mattel to release NWA, CWF, Crockett, Mid South, WCCW, etc. ring skirts, ropes, mats, and turnbuckles for the Mattel Creation Style rings? Good question. Yeah, I like that. Steve said, maybe for some of the more well known companies, if the offering is right and the consumer base is there, but it is a bit more on the unlikely side of things. Yeah.
0: Yeah, And that's unfortunate. That sucks because how cool would it be to have one of those like Saturday afternoon NWA ring mats to like customize one of your rings? That would be so badass.
1: I know they've made a WCW ring, it came with Dusty and stuff. Yeah. But I, I wish they would do like, Maybe not an ultimate. I don't think it would do well at retail if they did an ultimate, but if they did it like a, you know, a good size ring with the old NWA blue mat and, you know, that dark blue and, you know, the yellow stripe, yellow and blue stripes on the sides. I mean, yeah. I know Nate Ring Skirts can make those, but anyways.
0: Yeah. Give us a, like a, 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 what do you call it? Like a skeleton ring, right? Just like the ring, the, the, the steel posts, the ropes the turnbuckles, everything. Just give us like a a skull and bones ring. And then as accessories for that, ring mats, turnbuckle covers, special colored stairs, special colored ropes, like dress it up. Jax did that back in the day in the early 2000s. They had that raw ring and then they released those special sets where like you could change the ropes, you could change the mats. And I love that. You can totally customize it. I think that there is a market there from Mattel and it's untapped right now, but I think a lot of people in this question really kind of raises that, like there's a lot of people I think that would be in on something like that, a stolen bones ring, and then sets to accessorize that ring with, I think that would do really, really well.
1: Well, one of the things that he says is right here. He says, if the offering is right and the consumer base is there, but it is a bit more on the unlikely side of things.
0: I get it. I get it. And that even may be more of a Mattel Creations kind of thing too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It could be, you even do a figure that's specific to whatever ring mat and ropes are going to be put into the ring, like a figure and those accessories. I think that'd be really cool.
1: JT continued has the existence of brands like Cella, zombie and Powertown resulted in any interest in doing territory based figures or more obscure talent. Steve said, I've always been open to leveraging as many legendary talents as possible. We just need access to those talents, which, as you've seen, come in and out of availability to us. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Will we ever see the retail market flooded with territory based or obscure talent? I can't really see that happening. Will they continue to be included strategically in everything else we are doing and as special releases? Absolutely.
0: Yeah, it just it makes way more sense. You know, a, a a massive company like Mattel has to do something like that. Like they can't cater to every single figure that we want or every single figure that we think we need. They just can't do it. You know, they have to keep the retailers and the masses happy and at the same time satisfy this rabid collector's base that is us and our listeners. And... I think that they do a good job. You know, they sprinkle in figures here and there and every once in a while they'll, they'll catch us off guard with a really cool figure we weren't expecting. And I think that that's awesome. And I think Mattel does a great job with that. We just, we're not going to get everything that we want, you know, but with all the players in the game, I don't know who at some point we actually might.
1: Yeah. The next question was basically just kind of summary. Is there any chance of seeing Mattel figures of wrestlers who never directly wrestled? In WWE, like Great Muta, Magnum TA, that Mm. Steve said, see the first answer. If deals are signed with those estates, I can get cracking.
0: Yeah, I'm really hoping that we see, and we actually kind of talked about this in our Facebook group the other day. I really hope two figures that I see at Access, or sorry, at the WrestleMania store, assuming Mattel's there again, like they usually are, um, I really want to see an NWA Harley, and I really want to see a Great Muta. And of Mm. course, Ultimate Steiner Brothers set, I think that we're long overdue for a glimpse of what that is going to be. So uh, that's really what I'm hoping to see. But man, how cool would that be if we finally got a Muda from Mattel? Oh, I know. And I think right out of the gate, it has to be an ultimate.
1: And then that means that my prediction was correct. And by the way, yes, it has to be an ultimate. Because there's no
0: other way to do Muda, dude.
1: If you're going to give us you know, the jackets and the extra heads yes. and yes. you know all that stuff. So it's got to be an ultimate. You're right. You're right. How
0: badass would that be if that was Q3 or Q4 Ultimate Legend at Target? Skeet, 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 skeet. (laughs) Right, right. You want to talk about a pre-order going quick? Yeah. That thing would vanish fast. I guarantee it. JT continued because JT has taken up the rest of this basically.
1: To add on to previous question, is there any interest in doing more releases of WWF slash WWE talent from before their time in WWF? Jerry Lawler from his time in Memphis, Dusty Rhodes from CWF or Crockett, Terry Funk from Memphis or All Japan Pro Wrestling or Bret Hart during his Calgary, his run in Calgary, etc. Interesting. Steve said, of course. <laughs>
0: yeah i guess he can't tip his hand right yeah
1: exactly is there any logic to the pairings for the coliseum collection releases wave one and two and four make varying degrees of sense but i expected piper to be paired with adrian adonis cowboy bob wharton or paul ordorf is it one big name one smaller name or is it just somewhat random based on who is signed at the moment or at risk of expiring Steve said, we are just trying to make compelling packs and get out as many talents as possible in this style. Of course, contracts, licensure, various input, and a whole slew of factors can shape that. We'll, of course, attempt to make the pairing make as much sense as possible whenever we can, but some sets will just be an anchor-level talent plus a supporting talent or just two popular legends. Hmm. Next question with Cody back in WWE and him getting a bunch of figures, would it be possible to get an ultimate edition Dusty Rhodes? Preferably not the polka-dotted version, but the hey,
0: late hey, speak for yourself.
1: But the late 70s version with robes and floppy hat or the Crockett version with the fur coat, glasses and cowboy hat.
0: Ooh, okay, that would be good. That would be a great Dusty figure.
1: Steve said I'd love to make those looks, but I wouldn't commit to Ultimates. Okay. That actually makes sense. I like that.
0: Dude, I think a great Dusty figure would be an elite of him in his fur coat.
1: Oh, yeah. When he won the belt from Flair.
0: Well, yeah. Or he's given a Saturday Saturday afternoon promo with yeah. Tom Skiavone and he's got his <laughs> fur coat on and his shades. Oh, that'd be a great looking Dusty figure. I'd be all about that one.
1: Is there any chance there will be a bloodied heads, clothing, etc. in the future for exclusive figures of known hardcore wrestlers? Or wrestlers known for bleeding like Cactus Jack, Terry Funk, Ric Flair, or Steve Austin. Steve said, We'll keep trying to make this happen. Hmm.
0: You have a better <laughs> shot with the AEW line. They have yep. a whole blood and guts one. I It's just Mattel can't do that. JT continued Is
1: there any chance there will be Starcade match packs like the upcoming Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon WrestleMania 10 set coming out in the future? I personally love a Roddy Piper versus Greg Valentine set. Flair versus Dusty, Flair versus race, etc. Steve said exactly like the WrestleMania 10 two pack. Probably not some sort of execution involving similar talent and the era is possible though.
0: Okay. But probably not going to be like eighties NWA.
1: Uh, no. So we know where JT's focus is at.
0: Oh, hundred percent. Like he's, he's right in our wheelhouse, dude.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, now that they got Terry Gordy. Oh, you only got two thirds of the free birds. Ah, darn it.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. 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 Don't ask him a question about Buddy Roberts because you know the cut and paste. Exactly.
1: Is there anything that can be done about the fit or certain belts? The undisputed belt that came with Eddie Guerrero was too large. And all the belts I have are too small for figures like Dusty Rhodes or Bret Hart and Undertaker with their respective jackets on. So I have concerns for future figures like Terry Gordy and Jim Hurt. Steve said, Eddie had the wrong belt, unfortunately. We have a smaller version already tooled that should have been included. I'll pass along the comments to the design on belt sizes in general, but they do have to be mindful of their tooling budgets. And, in this case, have to consider tooling individual size straps or utilizing those tooling dollars for more impactful new parts. JT asked again, Is there a reason the Three Faces of Foley pack from Ringside costs just as much as the LWO 5 pack? Is it a matter of the LWO pack being made to order? Steve said toy companies don't dictate final retail pricing. While items do have SRPs, each retailer has to set their own final pricing depending on their various cost of doing business. Is it possible there will be an updated mold for the World Heavyweight title without the WWE logo at the top? like was shown in the Nitro crowdfunder. It might be nitpicky, but it bothers me. Dusty and Ric Flair come with the versions of the belt that they either never held or don't line up with the figures on the timeline. Steve said maybe, but it's obviously been bumped down the ladder since the stage didn't fund, and its tolling cost was baked into the budget of that item. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. 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 I backed it.
1: You're still not over that, are you?
0: Honestly, I never will be.
1: Understood. I get it.
0: Yeah, that's going to be one of those lifelong LJN smash, LJN barbarian type things. I agree. It's going to go with me to my figure grave, dude. Like, I'll never let it go.
1: But your anger is more directed at to the collectors
0: where if you're talking about the,
1: you know, barbarian without, you know, whatever, that was more directed at to the
0: companies. Correct, yes. 100%. (laughs) But it's still a figure great at the end of the day. So, yeah, it'll never go away
1: what is the logistics behind seemingly one-off releases like Michael PS or Magnum TA? Is there not enough demand to do re-releases or alternative versions of those figures, or are they put out to capitalize on de- high demand at the time expiring contracts? Would it be possible to get NWA era Harley race? I'm glad to have King Harley, but I'd love to see Mattel's take on the younger Harley that Jax did in the classic superstars line. Uh, Steve said pretty much Ants covered this in previous answers. Old school Harley would love it. Maybe someday.
0: Yeah, that makes sense in an elite line. Like just sprinkled in as he's <laughs> mentioned that they do with these legends. Uh, We still want to see a manager Harley race from early nineties WCW. I think that that would be an amazing figure that also makes sense in an elite line down the road. So yeah, there's, there's definitely ways that they can make those figures. And again, Steve is the guy that we want at the helm to make that happen because he'll make sure he gets in like King Harley. That would have never happened if it wasn't for Steve.
1: Uh, JT said, really appreciate the answers. This is all very useful for what expect going forward. Steve said, happy to answer, but congratulations, as this was my first and last mass question response. Wow. For- formatting got wonky halfway through and it became impossible to bold individual answers. Let's keep it to one or two questions per post, please.
0: <laughs> nice. That's That's Steve's one of one.
1: You know what? There are actually a couple more questions. I apologize. Uh, Axel Smackdown asked, can you say how many series the Coliseum collection line is currently set for? Good question. Steve said, no end date set yet. I'll keep trying to make them until I run out of viable talent or people stop buying enough to keep the line alive. He'll run out of
0: combos before that.
1: The Coliseum collection is one of the biggest questions on here. And one of the most, uh, desired like right up there with the superstars Yes. every everybody is always asking about Coliseum collection and always asking about uh superstars so it seems like for those sure. are
0: one and two on here yeah absolutely then, that that line's going to be around for a long time dude
1: and then it's also people bitching about Walmart which I'm on their side I agree with it
0: 100 percent yeah 100 percent they know how to take a reservation
1: what's your battery at eight percent eight percent okay let's round this out pretty quick la now there's still more questions go for it all right. LA Knight. Yeah. Said hi, Steve. Can you tell us if elite one Oh eight Brock is in wrestling attire or promo attire? Any idea when we see elite one Oh eight protos, that's question. Number one, what are the chances Imperium could be in elite line this year? Also including another elite Gunther. Thanks. Steve said Brock is in wrestling gear. Question. Number two, Imperium would love elites of them, but I can't give you a heads up or specifics on announced figures here. Sorry. You'd figure they'd be in the hopper already. you think. Next question came in from, again, from Classic Retros 23 He's gotten in as many questions as uh, JT did.
0: Yeah, they ran these boards.
1: Steve, is the Coliseum staying at two waves per year, or are we seeing an increase in 2024? Good question. I'm wishing you would do four, one per quarter, as I think there's a big fan base, agreed, that would like the entire LJN line made in ultimate form. Steve said, if the audience for CC grows, I'm going to just start calling it CC. There you go. I can have some ammo to push for more per year, but for now, it's staying at two sets per year. Damn it. I don't like it. FFK said, is there any updates to Walmart and the handling of exclusives? See, I told you, dude. There it is. (laughs) Yep. Seems like nothing has changed. Agreed. Agreed. And I'm not looking forward to the Monday Night War sets. It sucks because I want to collect. And then it becomes such a headache. Steve said, let's see what happens when mods planogram resets in a few months. Dude, stop giving us false hope, man.
0: Spoiler alert. It's going to be exactly the same.
1: Spoiler alert. You're all boned.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) You're all screwed. (laughs) Congratulations.
0: Enjoy the chaos, guys.
1: And last question came in from M.A. Craig 13 said... Will the mainline Ultimate Editions be switching to wrestlers that are currently on TV? Usually there was a mix of legends and current roster. Steve said it'll continue to be a mix, although you'll obviously see more legends in the various legacy-based exclusive Ultimate Edition lines. And that rounds out the questions. Good job, Steve, man. You uh Wow, he really put in work. Yeah, he definitely put in the work on this one, man. So especially to JT. Yeah, he got Steve's one of one. I know, dude. He's like, well, here we go. I'm gonna just throw this out there and see if it gets answered.
0: Yeah. No, that that was amazing. Yeah, I love Steve. He's he's such a good dude, and he really does have us collector's best interests at heart. And like I said, he's definitely the guy that you want at the helm of this shit moving forward. Because if he can get a name in and he's got the rights to do him, he'll find a way to make it happen. He always will.
1: Right. That rounds out the show. What's your battery at, Scott?
0: Uh, yeah, we're at about five percent, dude.
1: Five percent. What <laughs> has the screen already just gone dark? Like it's already dimming down everything. It,
0: yes, I'm. I'm into like power saving mode now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> dude, did I ever tell you about the? I have a buddy. His name is Michael. Uh, he actually does a podcast. It's called the Fine Dining Podcast. Uh, Michael was at a PWG show back in 2009, I believe. 2010, 2009. Anyways, you know how the wrestlers would set up around the ring, right? Yep. Kenny Omega was there. Kenny was doing all this photo and everything. And finally, Kenny was like, all right, guys, I got to go. Michael yells out, Kenny, my phone is down to 1%. and I need a picture. Kenny's like, oh, shit. And he comes flying over like running style, jumps in for the picture. Michael snaps the picture. He, goes, he turns his head to the right, says, Kenny, thank you. Turns back around. His phone died.
0: Did he get the picture? He got the picture nice so as time was expiring exactly he got the shot off and it counted
1: yep so nice. I, that's still one of my favorite stories because kenny w- he didn't get 20 bucks for it he didn't oh nice you know, for the photo or anything he was he kenny was just being kenny and he, he ran just Did it he just did it he ran over took the picture and then
0: that was it so anyways that was the first was time it. i ever saw it, kenny omega was in an roh match at the 2010 Ring of Honor WrestleMania weekend show that you and I went to Jeff yep. and he wrestled Kevin Steen Kevin Steen
1: that's right it was Kevin Steen yep
0: yep, yep. Kevin Steen put his thumb into Kenny Omega's butthole <laughs> well Fade brother but still
1: not gonna have a good time
0: well not Kenny Omega <laughs> <laughs> great match I was super impressed and that was kind of my first introduction to Kevin Steen and I was like dude I kind of like this guy and now I'm a huge mega mark for Kevin Steen or Kevin mm-hmm. Owens
1: well, that actually got you into Ring of Honor for a while.
0: It really did. Yeah, the main event was... Which led to PWG. Right, exactly. Um, The main event of that show, I believe, was the American Wolf. No, it was no, not. Right. It was Tyler Black versus no, Austin you were... Aries. Uh,
1: well, that match was on there. Tyler Black versus Austin Aries was on there. But the oh, main, it was. You, you were right. The main event was the Briscoes and the American the Wolves. The
0: Briscoes and the Wolves. That's right. That match... That's... I couldn't remember which one mained that show.
1: That's still one of my favorite matches I've ever seen live.
0: Oh, it was great, dude.
1: I don't know if it tops the Young Bucks versus Kenny and Koto Ibushi in Long Beach. Oh. But that match still, like, Reign Supreme is one of the greatest matches
0: I've ever seen live. It was so good. And I'm like, oh, this is what tag team wrestling should be. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Because I certainly wasn't getting it in WWE. That was for damn sure. But then I saw what Ring of Honor had, and I was like, holy crap. No, you got Miz and Big Show at that time yeah right uh we also met vlad and jim Cornette at that of Honor show that's
1: right that's right
0: (laughs) all right that's a documentary fame
1: exactly go watch that that's actually really good oh eddie said it sucked i thought it was really good i thought it told a good story i wouldn't say i didn't think it sucked okay he
0: said it's the first documentary they've done that wasn't any good and i'm like well of course it's about a fan
1: yeah there's probably like no connection like, I, I mean, I know Ed pays attention to everybody in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Like, if you listen to Drunk Wrestling History, you'll hear Ed go, oh, and there was a sign in the
0: crowd that said this. Or, or hey, that you... dude was sitting in his normal spot and blah, yeah, blah, blah. I'm like, what? The dude,
1: that, the dude that looks like Jim Martin was sitting in his normal spot yeah. or something. Ed always pays attention to people in the crowd. That's one thing I've picked he up does. on. Yeah, That's nothing really wrong with does. it. It's just it's something I've picked up on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's got an eye for that.
1: Yeah, exactly. All right. We're going to Scott's batteries at 4%. So we're going to get this uh, show wrapped up closing Check out wrestling toy tracker. Also, we didn't talk about him, but also check out wrestling figure database. If you're on, if you're looking for any figures and you need to complete your series and you want to make sure you got all the figures in that series, head on over to wrestling figure database and check it out. See if you got everybody. Also check out Wrestling Toy Tracker if you are on the hunt for any figures, and you want to get a fair market value. That's all over at Wrestling Toy Tracker. You check out L.J.N.'s, galoobs Hasbro's, Just Toys, Bendems, Defining Moments. Uh, Did I miss any Defining Moments retros?
0: Retros, yeah, that's right.
1: it. Okay, all right, all right. Check out the Rumble Wheel with Daniel Cross and Brian Breaker as well. Also, the TB Toycast Scott. We had Travis on. Do you want to? T- Take a guess of what we talked about this past week. Stretch Armstrong. It was not Stretch Armstrong.
0: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Nope. I give up.
1: It was the DC. I think it were DC superpower figures from the eighties. Oh, the superpowers. I think it was the superpowers. It the was yellow uh, and
0: blue card.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the was talk- that
0: McFarland is redoing now, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Superpowers. Yeah, dude. I had a. We had a bunch of those.
1: Uh, I remember. Well, I remember you had a bunch of them. I don't remember if I did or not. They were just. It was series three, and there was like Plastic Man.
0: Uh, yeah, Plastic Man, Firestorm.
1: I think Firestorm was in there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but it had like it, the
1: figures was like fifteen figures in the set or something like that.
0: Yeah, they got crazy with it. They started to go kind of deep dive on uh ca- different characters, and I think that's ultimately what killed the line. Is like your casual kid walking in, obviously, you you like Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman. You know, but then you start putting guys like Plastic Man and Firestorm and, you know, different characters in their red tornado. Mm -hmm. And those are going to sit. Kids are like, who the hell is that? Mm. You know, it was great for the nerds that were reading all the comic books, you know, but that wasn't every kid. So I think that ultimately did the line in sales dropped off. But, yeah, I love the superpowers line. That was fantastic. I had most of them. Uh, I didn't have all of them. I had most of them had the Hall of Justice, the Batmobile. Uh, Superman, which is weird. Superman needed a a jet thing to fly around in (laughs) when he could literally fly. Kind of weird. But yeah, love the superpowers line.
1: Okay, yeah. Travis had a bunch of them too. He said that they were made by Kenner, I think.
0: Kenner, yeah. Yeah, And they all had a specific action too. Kind of like the Hasbro figures.
1: And he said that since Kenner was like an hour away, they would come and drop off figures to different stores. In fact, he said that uh, he found a lot of these at best.
0: Oh, good old best. I know. Good old which, best. The days of best and service merchandise.
1: Which Travis said he learned how to spell vest because of best. Very good. Exactly. Yeah. I learned how to spell
0: best because of best.
1: <laughs> I learned how to spell Toys R Us, but I was always <laughs> confused because the R was backwards. And I'm like, wait,
0: is that how R's are supposed to
1: be spelled? Or?
0: You're like, teacher, I'll count it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when the best by our house had a WWF trailer parked next to it for a, a w- long time? A WWF trailer park? No, trailer parked next oh, to it. Like they that was a trailer basically Yeah, a trailer park. A <laughs> WWF trailer park. Yeah. <laughs> w- yeah, w- Rock w- and Robin lived there. <laughs> Sam Houston. It's the cast of like all the people that just
1: disappeared. Like,
0: yeah, Hillbilly Jim, Uncle Killer- Elmer,
1: Killer Khan. <laughs>
0: yeah, Jimmy Jack Funk. They all lived there.
1: <laughs> a trailer park of ta-
0: A trailer. No, a, a, like a, one of those big rig trailers. It's like they like had the- it parked on the backside of Best.
1: Oh, I don't remember that. It's like the, it's like the land of misfit toys. It's like, yeah, right. Yeah. (laughs) No, I don't remember that dude. So yeah. And
0: so we saw it sitting there and it was like WWF all over the side of it. So you and I are freaking out. We're like, what is that toys? Like we didn't know it was 1986. And so we ran inside best and we actually asked somebody and they're like, we don't know why that's there. And it sat there for a while, dude. Really? Oh, and if, if the cell phones were around back then, I would have snapped like a million pictures of it. But yeah, there was a WWF trailer parked on the side of the best building. And we were like baffled by it. We didn't know why it was there. I don't know if they just parked it there and were paying best like storage fee or whatever. But yeah, for days it was sitting there.
1: Oh my God, dude. I don't remember that.
0: Yeah, it was great. And every time we drive by it, I'm like, I've got to know what's in there. Probably Tra- nothing. It was just an empty trailer, but.
1: Trailer park.
0: <laughs> it was full of LJNs is what I like to think.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. where Where is that trailer now?
0: I know, right? <laughs>
1: Also check out the PPW podcast. They also talked about the iron claw this past week and they gave a very thorough review of it. So uh, good job. You guys thoroughly enjoyed that. Check out the stolen gimmicks. I listened to that this morning and they were discussing, man, they discussed a bunch of wrestling stuff all over the place, man. They were talking about wrestle kingdom. They were talking about SmackDown <laughs> dynamite. They were talking about it all over at the stolen gimmicks podcast. Also, check out In the Marbles Pod. They're doing a fun, interactive, basically fantasy game where you pick a driver each week. And as NASCAR season is starting to come up, you might want to jump in on this. But you can jump in and you can pick a driver each week. And if your driver does well, you get points and you get to move on and stuff like that. So
0: I'm going to be NASCAR. What's that? Do you
1: win a real NASCAR? I don't, I don't remember what their prize was last year. I can't remember, oh. but I'm, I'm jumping in on it this year. Nice. I told Ethan I would because he was so happy about the S.A. Rios shout-out last week.
0: Oh, I love it. That's yeah, great.
1: The, you're like, hey, Jason Wolf, can you just make it one S.A. Rios? Just make one. <laughs> That's all just we make need. A,
0: and it's going to be earmarked for Ethan.
1: <laughs> also, check out the legendary wrestling figures with Brian as well. Work the arm podcast with Jeff and Jamie. Pod subject change with Nick Dunham and his two kids discussing all eras of wrestling Ryan Buds uh, doing trivia buds Ryan sent in a question but with your battery at 3% right now Scott we wouldn't be able to get to it so we'll save it till next week next week for sure 3% you got three about three three are you holding one in like a dump or something
0: (laughs) (laughs) because I took care of that before the show did I clear the decks
1: oh you cleared the decks yeah I cleared the decks dude I changed my diet this past week when I was in Denver man my system was like detoxing dude Oh no. Oh yeah. Oh Did yeah. A little colon cleanse? A little bit. A little bit. Nice. And no bidet and that sucked.
0: Oh no. Oh dude. That oh that... you had to wipe your ass like the pores. <laughs> like using toilet paper and oh no.
1: Oh dude. Sandpaper. Sandpaper sucked. Ouch. Anyways, check out the Chick Foley show. RJ at ringside rant. EJ and Rucker doing boot to the face. Tim's pulling up a chair with the fig life. Oh, Scott, drunk wrestling history. You guys had a show this past week.
0: Yep. Uh, What if CM Punk never left?
1: Ed was very thorough on his.
0: Yes. Normally, Adam goes crazy with those.
1: Adam kind of did. Adam yeah. kind of did go crazy. But like Ed was like very like timeline thorough about it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, if that sounds interesting, check it out wherever you check your other podcasts out at because we're drunk wrestling history. We're not always accurate, but we're always drunk. And Marty and Sarah love wrestling. Scott, roll call. Going to throw it out to Jason Wolf if you need artwork or if you need custom Hasbro figures. Jason Wolf is your guy. That's W U L F Jason Wolf. Check out his social medias at The Art of Jason Wolf. Got to check out his custom chop shop. Dude's doing great work over there. He's a busy man. And there's a reason busy. that he's busy it's because he does awesome work. Yep. Hell yeah. So go check him out at Art of Jason Wolf. And of course, going to throw it out to the great Steve Hoker, the one and only, his T Public store. You wanted to search Starman and Jay. All of his proceeds go to a different charity every month. He keeps nothing. It all gets thrown back out. I love Steve. He's such a kind soul. Starman and Jay on T Public and Jeff that rounds out roll call. All right.
1: You doing okay, Scott?
0: Yep. Yep. Y- you going back to bed after this? Yep. Gonna go back to bed. Yep.
1: Uh, is that where yeah, you've been gonna since? Go lay down. Is that where you've been since Wednesday?
0: Well, so there's no COVID pay anymore. So you either take your sick time, which I don't want to eat up all my sick time, or you take it unpaid and they call it protected unpaid. So they can't like shit. Can you, cause you're not working. Um, but I have the ability to work from home, thankfully. So I have been working from home as much as possible. So I've been able to do that. So I'm super fortunate, but, uh, yeah, like it's kind of one of those things like during lunch, I'll just go sleep, Yeah, you know, go right back into bed. And then right when my shift ends, boom, right back into bed crash for a couple hours and yeah it's just draining man i don't wish this on anybody
1: yeah well feel better dude thank you hopefully the drops kind of ease up a little bit
0: yeah we'll see, <laughs> have, we'll you see. Eaten, have you eaten taco bell since no 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 definitely not oh no and right. that's the thing too is like i got the taste bud thing going on too
1: oh we well, like, you can't
0: taste anything well i can taste but it's off yeah. Um. So they put me on Paxlovid, which is like um the medication yep. that's supposed to help with the COVID symptoms or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's definitely altered things uh, as far as like my taste buds go. So I don't really have much of an appetite. Nothing. I haven't really craved anything. The only thing that I was craving was like three nights ago, I was craving McDonald's. And so Shan went to McDonald's for me. And, but yeah, it was the way I never crave McDonald's unless it's their French fries, which McDonald's has great fries. But yeah, just for some reason, I was craving McDonald's burger. And I have no idea why. Did you get a fillet of fish? No, 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 burger, dude. I got a McDouble. Oh, did you get the fillet of fish? (laughs) Oh no.
1: I would, dude. Ninth grade Jeff was all over those fillet of fishes, and then I burnt myself out on (laughs) them. I don't know why, dude. Yeah, yours
0: was uh, uh, the breakfast burritos too.
1: Well, yeah, because Dad and I would go there every Saturday, and Dad would grab the sports page. Yeah, we go to McDonald's. I'd be reading the sports page. Dad would be reading newspaper and stuff like that, obviously before cell phones. Yep. And we just sit there and I get a couple of breakfast burritos and a couple of sausage McMuffins. Well, at that time it was four breakfast burritos. Yep. But then it turned to two breakfast burritos with two sausage McMuffins, no egg. And yeah. <laughs> Anyways, fat boy, yeah. Jeff, look. young oh. Jeff
0: could pack it away.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. I, I destroyed many of toilets with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how yeah. I talk. That's how Jess's I talk. favorite
0: phrase was, you going to eat that?
1: <laughs> the joke was tipping the table, obviously.
0: The tipping the table, yeah. Whatever wasn't finished just went right to Jeff.
1: Yep. I was like, "Uh, was it? That Pokemon character where all the food
0: is just going into the gullet? Yes. Yeah. Yep. That was you, dude, for sure.
1: Oh, yeah. Jeffrey locked there. <laughs> Fat boy Jeff was all over there. <laughs> That's how fat boy Jeff talked back in and the day. And then you 90- go
0: home to your WWF trailer park. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Hi, killer Cone.
0: <laughs> Hi,
1: Uncle Elmer.
0: <laughs> there you are, Jimmy Jack.
1: <laughs> oh my God. All right, all right. Let's get Scott back to bed. Uh Scott,
0: for episode four hundred and sixteen. and 16. Anything else? Stay safe, stay healthy, unlike me. Big license <laughs> 2016 and happy toy hunting. All right, Scott, cure up from that mange, man. Thank you.
1: I want to thank everybody for listening to episode 416. Hashtag fig life. Adios. Uh, Let's go. Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the box, M-O-C. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week. We're the OGs of WFP. Fully posable, thank you all for listening. It ain't no storyline, real life siblings. So everybody go and do your toy spotting. Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the kings.